Welcome to Coffee Time. Oh. And you said you have a random question or comment you would like to make. Or <laughs> you don't even know what I have. I have no idea what okay. is about to be thrown at me. Here it goes. Okay. Who oh. is your favorite staff member? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Because they're all your favorites. They're all my favorites. That's true. So, what would you say is the coolest place you've been on a missions trip ever? Like, left most impacted? Wow. I've been in a lot of amazing places. Mm -hmm. I've had, that's one of the privileges of my life, is I've been able to really see the body of Christ in so many nations. I would have to say going to Kenya for the first time with my father. I was 13, Aww. he took me. And that was my first time ever. Because you grow up in, like as a pastor's kid, Word of Life was the only church I ever went to. Mm-hmm. And so you don't see anything else yeah. Yeah. <laughs> other than that. Yeah. And um, my first time overseas... I saw the body of Christ. I'm like, it's so big. Mm. And people worshiping all over the world and yeah. like just the beauty and the sincerity of the worship of the people and a love for God. It marked me forever mm-hmm. and put a passion for the world in my heart that since yeah. then I've been living out, living through. But that was the one that began it all and probably my most, like I can remember sitting there on the front row watching my dad speak and like killing the bugs. <laughs> uh, but it just amazed yeah. me at how everyone was so dialed in. Yeah. And um, it was beautiful. Beautiful. That's awesome. I loved, loved that trip. Yep. Yep. Changed your life. It did, for sure. I love it. Yes. Today. Oh, jealous? No, me. Maybe. Maybe a little. Have you ever wrestled with jealousy? Yeah, I, I, I have. It's funny because I don't ever. I would never consider myself jealous. No. Uh, but if I'm being honest, there would be times where I have seen that like creep up in my soul, especially in ministry. Even like I don't even know how that's possible, right. and it sounds so bad. Yeah, no. uh, but it's something that I've had to confront in my own life of how things pop up, and and I want us to confront jealousy because if if left unconfronted. Mm-hmm. It really will turn us into somebody that we do not mm-hmm. want to be and stop a flow of God's goodness in our life and shut down relationships oh, yeah. um, that are pure and relationships that we need. Yeah. Uh, and so the chief story for me of jealousy comes mm-hmm. out of David and Saul. We all get how this can kind of play out, but David goes out, kills a, uh, <laughs> kills a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, I'm man. Of that. Thankful that uh, <laughs> times have changed. Uh, but out of that, he comes back and they're singing this song of David has slayed his tens of thousands, Saul his thousands, and he's watching this play out and it upsets him. And he comes and says, like, they have ascribed unto me only thousands, and to David they have uh, ascribed unto him tens of thousands. And uh, out of this, um, jealousy comes up in his life. And, and mm-hmm. I think I get it how it happens because he's watching somebody win in life. Mm-hmm. 
and David is winning. And of course, with that winning comes the celebration in our culture. It would be the likes, Mm -hmm. uh, the downloads, the comments, you know, all these types of Mm -hmm. things. And it's seen by everyone. And he's looking at the life of someone who is winning. And then he's looking at his own and he's upset about it. And it hurts him and it wounds him. And I think we all find that in life. Like we, we can go now and see lives everywhere yeah. uh, through social media and it's open up the world for good and bad. Yeah. And we can see it when other people are winning. Like when they have a service that slayed, we'll see it. Uh, and when they got married and took an adventure and climbed a mountain and like we we rose and we slayed, uh, it's like I can see you're winning. Uh, and they're, they're holding the babies and they're going on the trips and they just got the new job and just got promoted and here's my new car. And we can see the wins of everyone else. And oftentimes when we see their win, we compare it to our life. And it's like, ah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And we get jealous. And we would never call it jealousy, but that's exactly what it is. And so how do I combat that? What do I do to kind of rid that out of my heart? And and how do I stop that from turning me into someone I don't want to be? Yeah. I was talking with someone recently and... Uh, she was just got a new gorgeous home and, you know, just she was so excited about all that had been given to her. And then she uh, she was so aware of the goodness of God in her life. And she's just being really real with me. And I love honest conversations and just talking about how aware she was of how good God had been to her. And then she had a friend get a new thing that was bigger than what she had gotten. And she said, instantly it turned my thankfulness and awareness of God's goodness into jealousy. Mm. And she said, I just sat there and I thought, you know, of course she sat there for a minute just feeling the jealous emotions. And then it dawned on her, like, what a trap from the enemy to get me so caught up in envying her life and not being able to enjoy what I was just enjoying so much. And we all have that happen. I mean, the fact that we can see other churches doing what we're doing bigger, better, and for there to be a chance of, I wish we could have, you know, had that worship leader in, you know, it doesn't matter. My point is, it doesn't matter what you do for a living, where you live, what country you're in. It's always going to happen to us. And for me, the thing I have seen is you better get back into a place where you can see God's goodness in your life. Right. Whether it's writing it down, whether it's saying out loud, like, Lord, thank you for that time that you healed my child. Like, I remember when that's what I was faced with. It's all you can see. It's all you can think about. You didn't care what was going on in the lives of anyone else. You just needed your child healed, and God was faithful. Yes. And it's shift your focus back to his faithfulness. Shift your focus back to when he rescued you from the pit and destruction. Shift your focus back to the party your friends threw you and made you feel loved. And it's just, for me, that's a huge part of it is 
you know, we don't so much mind great things happening to people we don't know. It's oftentimes we get jealous of great things mm. happening to the people we actually do know. Mm. Why? I'm not sure. I think sure. it's because it's a direct comparison. Like when, when somebody's like so far out there, it's like, well, yeah, I could see that happening to them. But when it's people that we know, it's like, wait a minute, they don't work harder than me. Or, or wait That's a minute, true. they don't serve. Like it's such, it's like Cain and Abel. I have a direct comparison. Yeah. Um, and out of that, for whatever reason, it does sting more. Yeah. And it's yeah. so weird because it's so, so not right. And this is why yeah. it needs to be confronted. Yeah. But I, I think like when I look at this, it goes back to what you were saying is, and I heard a, a pastor kind of preach on this, the land of Ur. And I thought it was such a creative <laughs> title because yeah. he's like, no matter who you are, there's always going to some be somebody who's prettier, richer, greater. They're going to have a church that's bigger. They're going to have a business that's bigger. They're going to have a house that's nicer. And we live yeah. in this land of Ur. And it's such a terrible place to live because yeah. no matter who you are, there will always be someone who has Ur. Yeah. <laughs> So it's this endless yeah. trap. Yeah. But the thing that it does is it makes us not see the beauty of our own life. Because mm -hmm. let's be honest, like take this example of Saul and David, and we get how this would hurt. You know, someone comes up and it's like, man, you're pretty, but she's prettier. Right. Or man, your church is great, but his church is so much better. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, well, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> like, for that for anybody compliment. to say this yeah. moment yeah. would not right. affect them, it would be a lie. But like, yeah. look at Saul's life. He's king. Right. Like he he has so many things that are right in his life. Yeah. And even the man that they are ascribing more to, who's being celebrated, this man loves him. Mm -hmm. This man honors him. This yeah. man wants to protect him. This man wants to serve him. But he can't see any of that. Yeah. He doesn't see all the good things in his life because right. he's so focused on somebody else's life. Yeah. And I think that's the first step to kind of walking away from jealousy is stop watching the parade. Mm, like if it, if this is making you go to a place spiritually that you do not need to go, yeah. get off social media. Like Absolutely. stop watching these things. Yeah. Like if this is having a toxic effect in your heart, yeah. stop watching the parade yeah. until you can come back and celebrate it. Because oh. when you're healthy spiritually, you want to see people blessed. Yeah. You want to see people happy. You want to see ministries thriving. You want to see these things happening. But no matter who you are, there is that side of us uh, that the enemy will try to attack. That what about me type mm -hmm. mentality and yeah. that type of thing. So stop watching the parade until you're, you're really secure and you can celebrate somebody else's life, but you can also celebrate yours. Because the reality is, is that for everybody that I know, there is somebody that would look at them and say, I want what you have. Um, and out of that, someone who would look at what the, the life that you're living, no matter who you are, and be like, that's the land of Ur. Yeah. Like what you want is exactly what I'm praying for, and yeah. you have it, and yeah. I don't. And then that cycle just continues. Right. Uh, so we have to learn how to celebrate others, and we have to come back to be able to celebrate the goodness of God in our life yeah. and just confront it every single time yeah. uh, we sense anything like that crop up in our souls. Yeah. Well, I mean, Scripture says, if your eye offends you, pluck it out. And it's like, that's that's a better solution than constantly just staring at the, the parade yeah. and being a part. One of the natural things that um, has helped me 
because we've all dealt with this subject is um, if you if you're not in a place to celebrate their parade yet, at least say positive things about them to others and pray for them. Like, Lord, I just thank you that you have your hand strong upon them because the enemy is trying to get a root of bitterness, a root of jealousy in you. And the best way to combat that is to fill it with God's love. Yeah. Like let God's love just wash it out. And one thing that we taught on in, in the relationship of marriage is you get a heart for those you pray for and it's we should want to see people see God's goodness in their life we should want to see people's hearts desires come to pass so instead of sitting on the sidelines and judging the parade be a part of setting the parade up and it's like I'm gonna I'm just gonna get in faith with them for the new car I'm gonna get in faith with them for whatever it is you know they're believing for and be a part of making it happen with them and so i i personally just have found joy in that and it's truly helped combat those negative emotions that we all feel yeah and i i think it's important for all of us to know that like when i'm experiencing those negative emotions it doesn't mean like i'm a terrible person It means that I need to confront something in my life. Something yeah. is unhealthy. I, I'm either jealous and and focused on something in someone else's life that is producing sin in my mm-hmm. own, um, or I'm incredibly insecure. Yeah. And that's a sign to me of like, um, maybe there's an insecurity in me that I need to go to God for healing for, because why can't yeah. I celebrate that in them? Yeah. And so it, all emotion is not bad. We, I think we've trained people to think emotion is mm-hmm. like s- some type of bad thing. It's like, no, yeah. no, no, no. Emotion needs to be listened to. It's an alarm. It's an alarm yeah. that like when it goes off, whether it's jealousy or insecurity or whatever it may be, and, and Saul, like his story began with insecurity. Um, mm-hmm. He always thought, I shouldn't be king anyway. And mm-hmm. he could never get over that. Mm-hmm. And he has this insecurity that's going undealt with in his life because he's not listening to it. He's just constantly responding from it. Yeah. And it's li- it's pushing his son Jonathan away, and, and, and he's turning into a loner. He's losing David. He's losing yeah. every Samuel, all these people who are close to him because this, this insecurity has so attacked his heart that he's not valuing himself. Yeah. Therefore, he's devaluing everyone else. He's trying to tear them down. And it just pushes everyone else away. Uh, But it's all based on this insecurity that the Lord wanted to heal and that the Lord wanted to confront. And it's okay. It's okay if that's there, but I need to admit it. Mm -hmm. And I need to come back and realize, like, this is something in my life. I need to surrender at the altar of Jesus. And if I can't watch the parade now, let the Lord heal my insecurities until I can. And then when I come back to the parade, let me be the biggest cheerleader of everyone who is mm-hmm. seeing the goodness of God in their life, knowing the line's moving. Mm-hmm. Like God has so blessed me. I'm thankful for it. And I know yeah. that God did it for them. He can do it for me. And this is a sign of his faithfulness of what he can do in my marriage or in my church or for my child yeah. or for my family or whatever it may be. And yeah. and really come to a place of healthy Christianity. Yeah. May we all be better at celebrating. Amen. I love it. So good. (laughs) Amen. Uh, So speaking of being jealous, are you going to be jealous of me when I beat you in uh, this dare? 
I can't Don't be, be jealous. jealous. Babe. Don't be jealous. I can't be jealous when you're going down, Sims. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs>